KEO. Apologies ahead of time. This raw review for March 14th, 2022 will be a bit of a somber affair tonight. We kicked raw off with and in memory of Scott Hall, who passed away um, Monday after three heart attacks, after a complication with hip surgery, and he had been on life support, and his family had said that they were going to um, disconnect him from life support today. He continued to fight for a number of hours afterwards, but eventually uh, succumbed. And we uh, literally until Raw came on the air tonight, we were unsure of his status. And to have that be the first thing I see at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, it was a real shot to the gut. Um, Scott Hall was one of my early favorites in WWF uh, as Razor Ramon. Uh, his vignettes were some of the literally some of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Uh, I, I loved everything about him uh, and his in-ring technique was just outstanding. His just, I'm a bad guy. Uh, it's just, you really, I don't think that there's ever been anybody that literally comes off as cool as Razor Ramon or as Scott Hall. It just, he just oozed. They talk about oozing machismo. Well, yeah, this man literally did. And it just, to lose him tonight is, it, it sucks. And there's really no other way to put it. Um, so tonight's raw, while it was, it was good. I couldn't help, but not be fully engaged, um, just because of the news that had broken literally as raw started, but we'll try to get through this with everybody. We'll try to make it quick, but we'll make it through this together because as we all know, Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. So we kicked off Raw tonight with Kevin Owens coming out and immediately starting his promo off with his his own hey-yo. So I thought that was a very fitting way to start this night. So Kevin talking about his upcoming KO show on WrestleMania Saturday. Um, with Stone Cold Steve Austin, who has accepted his challenge. And this looks to be a very, very interesting segment on Saturday of WrestleMania. But you can tell that KO is really amped up about this because by the end of this whole segment, he gives a stunner to the cameraman. And whoever this cameraman was, the man deserves raise because he sold this stunner <laughs> beautifully. But after that, we went right into our in-ring action. 
is Finn Balor took on Damian Priest. And before the match started, Austin Theory made its way down to the ringside area uh, to join commentary. Now, of course, then they start talking about the Austin Theory and Pat McAfee match that's coming up at WrestleMania as well. Uh, And Theory continuing his trash talking of McAfee. Uh, I'm honestly waiting for Pat to show up on Raw and attack Austin at some point. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if it happens within the next week or two, uh, you, because we have 19 days left until WrestleMania. I, I don't know where the time has gone, because the last time I remembered seeing it was during the Rumble when there were 60 days left. And I was like, oh, OK, we still got plenty of time. We don't have much time left, folks. We still got WrestleMania matches that, that need to happen. We still have storylines that, that, that need to really get into gear and let to cut things close, apparently, at WWE. And uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so during this match, we get another tribute to the bad guy as Damian Priest, early on in the match, takes Finn Balor and delivers a nice razor's edge on the outside onto the commentary table. It's sad that nobody really uses that move anymore. And it would be nice to see somebody be able to bring that back. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, as we get towards the end of this match, Finn, uncharacteristically, um, takes his eye off the ball and attacks Austin Theory on the outside. Austin did, though, however, try to get involved a little bit earlier. Um, But he does his drop kick to Theory. Theory goes flying. He gets back in the ring. And then uh, Damian Priest hits the reckoning with a crossroads, dare I say. And he gets the victory. So it looks like Damian Priest and Finn Balor might be happening at Mania. Makes sense. After that, we had uh, what they called the Battle of the Giants. As Omos took on a Commander Aziz in a rather short match with Omos just destroying Aziz and then took out Apollo Cruz for good measure. So I know Omos is trying to make a case for a match for himself at WrestleMania. Don't know what that's going to be. Could be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if he is able to do something to make an impact at the show of shows. So we'll see what happens. We had a beautiful backstage segment with KO and Seth Rollins. Rollins clearly still in the days over losing out on the tag team championships last week and still hasn't really spoken since then, trying to figure out what his path to WrestleMania will be. Uh, Kevin does his best to try to, you know, talk him up and try to remind him who he is and has another variant saying of Scott Hall's, which, of course, made me very happy as well. And suddenly Rollins is like, aha, I have an idea. And he starts walking towards the ring. But before he gets there, we end up having a women's match as Liv Morgan with Rhea Ripley. I really like this, this teaming of those two. Uh, take on Zelina Vega with Carmella uh, with uh, Liv Morgan getting the win. Uh, I really... A big fan of the oblivion. I just, it's such a simple move, but it just, she makes it look 
so good. Uh, she gets the win here, big momentum moving into Mania. And then literally right as they're starting to celebrate, Seth Rollins' music hits, and I'm like, all right, well, apparently Seth's not waiting for the ladies to leave the ring. He makes his way down to ringside. Uh, as he does so, he scares the ever-living daylights out of Liv Morgan, and she jumps into Rhea's arms, <laughs> which was quite hilarious. But Seth's in the ring, and he's talking about how you know he's he's been revitalized, and he he has an idea. He found his path to WrestleMania, but he wants his best friend Kevin Owens to come down to the ring so that they can discuss, and so he can share with the celebration that Rollins is about to have. So KO comes out. KO's all excited. He's like, what's going on? And then uh, Rollins is like, well, I know you have yourself a talk show at Mania with Stone Cold. And what if, what if, what if I had a, a talk show with, with Stone Cold as my guest, and Kale's like, no, 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 that's a terrible idea. So this is this is something that I, my idea, I created it. It's my path. You come up with something else. You don't have to do that. And it's that's like, no, no, no. He's like, it's fine. It's like I can, I can do it. I can even take your spot. Like we, maybe we should have a match tonight, and the winner of the match will, will be the one to interview Stone Cold. And Rollins clearly, uh, uh, Kale's clearly like, no, 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 Mm-mm. nope, nope. I, uh, this is this is my idea. Uh, I came up with this. No, no, no stealing this, please. Thanks. <laughs> but of course, Sonia has to come out and ruin everything because that's what Sonia does. <laughs> she comes out and states that uh, she thinks the idea is actually really good. So our main event for tonight will be Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. And the winner will have the interview with Stone Cold. After that... We had more tag team action as the Mysterios took on the Hurt Business once again in a rematch from last week. We had The Miz and Logan Paul naturally show up for this match, sitting at commentary. But this time, the Mysterios were able to get the win, but were taken out by The Miz and Logan Paul for a short time before the Mysterios ended up getting back on their feet, taking out The Miz and almost delivering a double 619 to Logan Paul before Miz pulled him out of the ring. After that, we had yet another fantastic promo from Edge, but they've, they've, they've done it again. They changed music. No longer do we have Edge's You Think You Know Me, which he's had in every single thing. I will say, though, They've started for some reason having people speak before their theme songs, and Edge is like, Edge is no different. He does, he does. Oh, so you think you know me? And I'm just like, oh no, what have they done? But apparently, it's another Alter Bridge song, so it's not that far off. But it's still, it's it's not his original theme. So, rip. <laughs> so this day was clearly, clearly pretty tough. After that. We had finally, after a week off, more Veer hype. The man is still coming to Raw. It's been since October. When is he out of ammunition? I'm telling you, this man can go forever. We end up having more women's action after that, as Bianca Belair took on Dewdrop yet again. And I'm telling you, I don't care how many times Bianca Belair delivers the KOD to Dewdrop, it is ridiculously impressive. 
uh, with Bianca getting the win. And then we get a surprise return. Becky Lynch comes out after the match, pulls her out and slams her throat first into the side of uh, the posts using a steel chair between her neck and the post. So we're clearly coming for each other's vocal cords here. And after that, Becky says next week, it's your hair. So if we're going to cut this braid, um, there might be some problems. <laughs> not, I mean, not for me. I mean, you know, she's her own woman. She could do what she wants, but a lot of people are like, Oh my God, no, they can't cut the braid. The braid is like, it's, Oh my God. Ah, it's like, it's stone cold without his beer. I'm like, interesting assessment. I, I guess I can see that because we all kind of look forward to Bianca using her hair as a weapon and both times she's done it. She's got shotgun sound effects and the scars have shown. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, but yeah, that, that should be interesting. After that, we get ourselves an RK bro party as uh, Randy doing his best <laughs> to throw a nice little party for Riddle. Uh, it's got some terrible balloons, some concession stand popcorn, bubble gum that's literally just the little chocolates that are still in the protective casings. It's the bare bones, but it's the thought that counts. So <laughs> Randy says it himself, you know, he doesn't really have a tag team partner that's been his friend and you know, he's he's very excited, very happy for Riddle and happy that they're going to WrestleMania to defend their tag team championships, which we find out possibly who one of their opponents might be. And I say one because we'll get to that in a moment. The Street Profits come out and do an interruption of this wonderful party. <laughs> and by God... The Street Profits are playing the heels in this feud, and I think I like it. Montez Ford doing some heelish stuff, saying some pretty bad things, and saying that the party smells like ass, and I was like, sir, excuse me. I like this attitude change. Street Profits want their tag titles back. I get it. I think it's going to be a great match. However, we have ourselves a little tussle, and uh, we end up having a match between Montez Ford and Riddle right after this. And while it's a ridiculously good match happening, naturally, you know, WWE is going to WWE. We have ourselves a no contest as the Alpha Academy makes their appearance known and takes out all members except Randy. They don't touch Randy. <laughs> uh, but they take out the Street Profits and Riddle, causing the no contest. But Alpha Academy is making their presence known that they want their titles back. So if we're going to have ourselves a triple threat match for these Raw Tag Team titles, it's going to be good, and I'm excited about it. But there's no official match made yet. So we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, but I'd be all for a three, uh, triple threat match for those Raw Tag Team titles. After that, they had a beautiful tribute to Scott Hall. Um, the fact that they were able to come up with this literally two and a half hours into the show and right as the announcement was out, 
uh, is just speaks to how fantastic their their team is when it comes to making video packages. Uh, Corey Graves had a tough, tough time leading us into this pro, uh, leading us into this video, uh, nearly breaking down at the commentary table. Uh, and believe me, doing that, my God, that that wrecked a lot of us, like myself included. I was just this 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 was a rough. It was a rough one. Um, but the the package, the video package for Scott Hall was was amazingly well done, and I really appreciate that they're able to do this um, at such a record speed and do such a great job with it. Uh, he will be sorely missed, and I really do appreciate what they what WWE does for for their video packages. Uh, and then after that, we went over to our main event of the evening which like i said before was for the radio for the talk show at wrestlemania um with stone cold as the guest was seth rollins versus kevin owens and my god what a great great match they had about 20 minutes and they used every second uh we didn't get a finish until literally 10 59 eastern and Kevin Owens gets the win. It was a little bit of controversy because Kevin Owens was knocked out by Rollins, but unfortunately Rollins also tossed the ref out of the ring, not physically, but he was throwing Kevin into the ropes and into the turnbuckle and the ref dove, dove out of the way and almost and fell out of the ring. So Rollins rolled up Kevin the ref didn't get back in the ring for at least four to five seconds counted to a long two and a half. And then KO was able to kick out Rollins clearly distraught over this ends up eating a stunner loses the match and the match ends KO all celebrating. Cause it's his WrestleMania, his talk show, his KO show with stone cold. And we see Rollins staring off into the WrestleMania sign and Corey Graves with some epic trolling because a lot of people expected Cody Rhodes to show up tonight again. Also, the show was in Jacksonville. Would make a lot of sense. Also would make a lot of problems if you have some AEW chance the whole time. But Corey Graves goes, his dreams were dashed. This must be a nightmare. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. You did it again. You're just like the Miz. How dare you? I hate you. <laughs> um, so, like I said, we got 19 days left until WrestleMania. You have two Raws left. So, what you gonna do, guys? <laughs> if you're gonna bring them in, you either bring them in next week or you bring them in at WrestleMania itself. I think that would be pretty cool if you do it at Mania. Have Rollins just go out to the ring, kind of like what he did when he was in NXT. Just come out to the ring and call out anybody. And then, oh, here comes Cody Rhodes. Holy crap. Crowd explodes. We'll see what happens. Should be interesting. But, of course, with KO getting the win tonight, it's one more for the good guys. And that is our show for tonight, guys. Thank you so much. Obviously, we appreciate you guys for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter as Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Above the Ring. Find myself, Scotty J Stream. Find the podcast. You know the spiel on every podcasting platform that's out there. If we're not on one that you listen to. Let us know. Add ourselves to it. You do all your one-stop shopping 
a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Most importantly, guys, obviously, don't forget to ship it and enjoy the bedlam. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Rest in power, Scott Hall. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.